It's the Doug Zone. We're back yet again. And um, I personally have accepted that nothing good will ever happen to me. And uh, I had a great day as a result. It's been this has been a good outlook shift for me. It's very Buddhist of me. You know, I've just decided. That's where all my problems come from is whenever I assume that something will go well for me, it does not. And I'm punished for my hubris. Um, Ah, Yes. So I've stopped thinking that. And uh, today went fantastic. So that's good. That's good. Now, I have no assumptions about tomorrow. Presumably, it will go very poorly, but (laughs) I'm not going to assume that anything will go well for me. So who knows what could happen? The possibilities are endless. They are. Unfortunately, many of them are bad in my experience. I have an endless number of bad possibilities await me in my future at any given moment. You win some, you lose most. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. As the saying goes. As, as my um, saying goes. I'm doing okay. For my last ever quiz for this one professor that I'll ever take in one of his classes, I appealed one of the questions because I thought it was stupid and he gave me my points back and I felt oh. very vindicated. That is such a good feeling. Um, sometimes, I, sometimes I've thought to myself about like the idea of just like trying to appeal every single question mm-hmm. on a test that I get wrong. I'm like, I don't think you would find that bit as funny as I would. Well, I got but, I got two questions wrong, and on one of them, I was like, this is bullshit. So I, it was 50-50 there. Yeah, I am quite quite infamously among some of my friends. I made a principled stand on my, uh, my grammar final uh, last fall. It was a multiple-choice question, and I chose the answer that I knew was going to be marked wrong, but that I felt was more appropriate given the context. <laughs> It was, in fact, marked wrong because, you know, it's a multiple choice question. It's not like there's a chance for me to explain my work. Um, oh, God. But I took I, that point proudly. I recently explained to somebody that commas were not, in fact, just what you felt like putting them. And that's the worst part is they kind of are. You know, there's other places where you But there are rules. <laughs> there are rules. And we should pay attention to them, at least sometimes, please. I'm begging you. But, you know. <laughs> I am. I think my biggest pet peeve now when it comes to comma misusage is whenever people just use a comma, just comma splices. They're the worst. They make Mm -hmm. me so angry. Don't do this. It's an independent clause. Use a period. Use a semicolon. Use an em dash if you're getting creative with it. There's so many options. Don't use a comma. That's where I had to, like, get into the nitty gritty was I was explaining, like, independent and dependent clauses. And they were just like, I don't care. Yeah, we were doing something similar. It was, um, what's this? The fuck was the context to this? At some point recently, I was uh, explaining conjunctive adverbs to someone, but I don't remember why I was doing this. Anyway, the date did not go well. I had a teacher in um, middle school who, like, made us, at the beginning of every class, she'd put, like, a thing on the board, and then we had to, like, correct it with, like, editor marks. Like, we had to correct the punctuation and stuff with, like, the correct editor marks on the Mm -hmm. smart board, and that was, like, our warm-up for the class. So I got pretty okay at knowing when there was a problem with a sentence. Yeah, look, I mean, this makes me a deeply sick person. I could happily do that for the rest of my life. I, it was I not that bad. It. If I could just be an editor, whew, 
fantastic. I mean, I do need to. I an editor for someone who like semi knows what they're doing. Um, yeah, because not are, an editor for like a high schooler's paper, please. Yeah, or some college students just from my time working at the writing center. Uh, but I don't remember if I did. I send you that. I did not keep a paper. I'm not allowed to do that. Um, <laughs> but if I uh, had, would I have sent it to you? You um, could answer that. No, uh, I don't okay. believe you would have. Well, if I had in the future, I would have sent it to you uh, right after this recording, perhaps. Um, hmm, interesting. It was Joycean in its prose style. It's just fantastic. I'm for my class that with the teacher that doesn't really care about anything. Um, we have to write two papers for a class. Each one is like three to four pages in mm. APA style. That's nothing. Yeah. Are they counting the cover page with that requirement? No, or? no, no. It doesn't count the cover page abstract or reference. Okay. Because that would be awesome. As you just turn That'd a cover so page sick. abstract and a reference page, and that's just it. <laughs> you said three pages. Yeah, there you go. Three pages. It's crazy because one of them has to be, well, like, how am I going to fit the entire mind-body problem into three pages? I I don't know. That's, that's a Look. little thing for future me to figure out. As I've always said, right, you can do with, with philosophy. It's the same as macro and microeconomics, right? Which is to say, I just saw the Coward Hour shirt. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you can you can do like the macro micro approach, right? Macroeconomics describes everything very poorly. Microeconomics describes almost nothing, but does so very well. And that's what you can do with a paper where it's like three pages is, uh, yeah. you know, you just go like the mind and the body. Some say they are separate. Others do not. End of paper. That's or you can like much... get really into one aspect of it. It hurts me because I want so badly to write like an interesting paper, but I know she's not going to read it. Yeah. And she was like, you have to go to the writing center for each paper and it's worth 5% of your grade. And I was like, uh, no, I'm not doing that. I'll take the 5%. Thank you. Yeah. No. And that's uh, that's been our saving grace at the writing center this semester has been a lot of students saying that exact same thing because, yep. my God, I would have been reading a lot of really boring paper because that's the problem is the students where it's required to come in either they're coming in because they're like oh i need that five percent i like this will be my saving grace and so it's just this incomprehensible mess yeah or it's like the perfectionists yeah and this I had to choose senior one. capstone yeah exactly like what are you doing requiring the at this point it's too late it's you know too if late. you're not a good if writer i don't know how to write an apa i never will it's you're done and frankly more power to you if you don't know how to write an apa by this point in your career if you've made, you made it that it far an entire program without learning how to write good on you good on you you deserve it uh, apa do you guys use footnotes for your um like in-text i citations? don't have to That's how it works oh nice uh, my professors do not make me they make me put everything in references and then do in-text citations and that is it ah that rocks I am um, on a recent paper. I did get into the uh, using footnotes, not for like citations or anything, but just like to add extra parenthetical notes because mm-hmm. uh, I made it through like one sentence where I had made like five asides over the course of the sentence. And it's like, well, these are getting a little out of hand. <laughs> let's, add a, let's add a footnote to spice things up. Um, and my professor was like, Matt, you you've got to stop doing this. You need to rein this in just a little bit. I'm like, well, fine. No. Uh, but if you insist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that 
I mean, like, one of my papers is about, like, a famous person from psychology. And, like, that's an easy paper to do in, like, three to four pages where, you know, you do a little bit of biography, mostly about what they did in psychology, wrap it up with, like, a little method section, and then you're good. But, like, the philosophical presuppositions presuppositions paper being three to four (laughs) pages is batshit crazy. Yeah, that is... um. That is insane. That's that's not the, enough time, I think. Two of the seven people in my class are writing about free will versus determinism. And I'm like, well, okay, how are you going to do that in three to four pages? Look, whatever the result is, that was always what it was going to be. So don't go too harsh on them. Um, <laughs> yeah. My, it's, my love of determinism has been um, getting me in trouble with my friends again lately. It's not popular with them, let me tell you. They don't like that? They do not, but they never would have, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And I um, just never got tired of that joke. And I never no, will. And I always was going to not. Um, wait, hold on. Like, hold on. I'm getting tripped up here. Um, I was never going to. That's what I meant to say. I was never going to not. Wait, hang on, I got confused again. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Doug. Uh, <laughs> I think you mean let's enter the Jeremy Irons zone, because for the okay. second week in a row, that's right, we're talking about Jeremy Irons. We're back at it, and I want to be clear, Jeremy Irons fucking killing it, as always. Doug is... Oh, oh yes. One of Doug's worst takes is saying that he doesn't like what Jeremy Irons is doing in this movie. Do I know what Jeremy Irons is doing in this movie? Not really, no. but I think it works so well. It's incredible. Um, it's so every scene that he's in is a joy to watch. Exactly. He. Uh, this is uh, the Nostalgia Critics review of Dungeons and Dragons, originally aired February first, two thousand eleven. So we we back to uh, we're back to classic Doug uh, after a a brief after a brief period in the uh, the wastelands of the modern Doug era. We've returned to the wastelands of the classic Doug era. Um, Doug of eras past. Doug of eras past. Yeah, two vast and trunkless Dugs of stone. <laughs> he started by pissing me off because the movie goes like, the empire is a divided land ruled by mages. And he goes, well, now that's confusing. I was like, Doug. <laughs> Doug, buddy. Come on. Yeah, it is literally like that. Like, it, you could say that the opening was boring perhaps, because it was, right? That was not an engaging monologue. But he's no. like, well, I don't understand what's happening here. They literally say, like, mages rule the empire, and those without magic are treated as slaves. And you're like, okay, you can say it's unrealistic, you can say it's boring, you can say it's lame. I feel like that's an easy concept to understand, is the people with magic are mean to the people without magic. Yes. Like, like, I don't get what's going on here. I don't understand it. So that's, I was against him from the beginning because of this. Yeah. And to be clear, this movie is bad. But Doug doesn't seem to understand the reasons behind that. Um, Yeah, he he also bad because of, like, the blue lipstick. Yeah, he's like, there's silly costumes in this fantasy movie. That makes it bad. And as a side note, I love the silly costumes. All the things that Doug hates about this movie, I just adore. Also, I don't know if it's that we, I just haven't watched a Doug video in a couple weeks, but he is just so 
Oh, oh, Matt's in the hole. Okay, well, I feel the need for him to come back for me to say this mean thing about Doug. Okay, I just feel that Doug is so pink in this video. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down in my notes, but like... <laughs> <laughs> So I just keep jumping to different frames in the video. <laughs> He's so pink. You're right. Why? He doesn't normally look like this, right? Like. I don't think so. Yeah. No, it took me really the reason off for this being. It's, I was like, why is this man so pink? There's no way this is the first time I've noticed this. Yeah. No, that that can't be. Normally, he looks like green in my experience. Um. Yeah, this is strange. I didn't he like a little it. sunburned. But no, he uploaded this on February. He lives in Chicago. There's no way that this he can't have been just hanging out outside. Okay, anyway. Doug is very pink in this video, though. You're right. This comment is pissing me off. It goes, You forgot to mention the biggest joke in the movie. They spent $45 million to make it. And I was like, it looks like they spent $45 million to make it. Yeah, like it looks That's not silly. a big budget. Yeah. Like, is it a waste of $45 million? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but they got their money's worth, I think, of their wasted $45 million. Yeah. The top comment is, Jeremy Irons knew exactly what kind of movie he was in and what sort of performance was required. Everyone else misses the mark. And this guy is so right. I'm completely on his side. I just wanted to make that clear. Um. Shout out to Jeremy. Is Jeremy Irons dead? Hang on. I don't know what this guy's up to now. I have, Let's see. I have no idea. Before I say RIP Jeremy no, Irons, I don't think let me make so. sure he is dead. He's in stuff that come, is coming out like 2003, I think. Let's see. Yeah, he's alive. He's yeah, six he's still foot alive. two. Oh my God. 75 years old? This guy's getting good on him. Um, That's it. I like that the, the first two movies that Google chooses to list for me that he was in oh, are yes. Lolita and The Lion King. That was um, also in my notes. <laughs> the Lolita King. Um, oh, no. It's like the uh, the opening paragraph from Lolita where it's like Simba, the most beautiful word in the English language. <laughs> Simba. Um, most famous uh, that we know from The Flash. <laughs> right, yes, of course. Lolita and Lion uh, King being the first two, get him out of here. Don't want to see yeah. him. Don't want to think about him. Also, Who's the fact it? that he doesn't mention either of those two movies in this is a very, like, from left field Doug thing. I know, a surprising amount of restraint. Wait, he was in Aragon? Sorry, now I'm just looking through Wait, what? movies that Jer- He plays Braum in the Aragon movie, um, which is crazy. I thought I looked through Oh, wow. He was, he's been in a lot of shit. Yeah. All right. I, again, as I said before, I cannot, I can't go back to reread these books. I'm sure that the Aragon books are not good, but. I remember them fondly. Yeah, exactly. And I need to keep it that way. So I'm not, it's sort of like, you know, that one uncle who you can't talk about politics with because you're like, no, I like this guy. I want yeah. to keep it that way as long as I can. Um. Let's see. Uh, I got mad about the entire time he was like, this guy's blue lipstick. Was he sucking on this blue? Can you believe his lips are blue? This is his lips are blue. And I was like, yes, they aren't even like that egregiously blue. Like, 
It looks a little They're, silly, but like, yeah, it's not, not as, like distracting. No, the rest of the movie looks that silly, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just exactly it fits like everything else. All the stuff in this movie. Say what you will about this movie. Lord knows that we have and we will. But, you know, at least it's not an inconsistent movie. It's a movie that knows exactly what it is. He called him the minty fresh crest. That's not funny. Yeah, that's the thing. And the problem is, especially in this early era of Doug, where he is still just like very mean sometimes, he does every now and then get a good zinger off. But yeah. in classic Doug format, usually he just keeps going a little bit too long after he gets a good zinger off for me to really appreciate it. You know, he did. The, there was one joke that I oh. did actually I just liked. That I'm okay. gonna hand you. I hope it's the same one that I'm going to. Hang on. There were two. I don't remember what the other one is, but I do okay. remember this one, which I thought was just good, which is to say, as we said before, a lot of the times his strongest material is just letting the movie be dumb uh-huh. and then just sort of letting that play out where there's the uh, is the scene where the humans are about to like go into battle. And he's like, hey, elf princess, why don't you send in your armies? And it just cuts to them, it just cuts to her like whispering like it's a battle they must face alone. And Doug just goes, oh, okay. And then they keep moving. Like, he just continues the review yeah, a lot. Yeah, that, that one was good. I that also one got a chuckle out of me. The Barabbas joke I thought was yes, okay. That was, yes, that's what it was. Um, I wrote down that, that I liked whenever the people were yelling. And then he just cuts him going, Barabbas, Barabbas. <laughs> Crazy bit for him to be doing. <laughs> it does not really fit with the scene. Which no? is, I think, why I liked it so much. He just sees a yelling crowd and he goes, you know what this reminds me of? <laughs> the crucifixion of our Lord. <laughs> it's so good. It Doug. made me very happy. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping, because I, I was like, I remember that there was another bit that I liked, and that's what it was. Uh, so yeah, um, credit to Doug. You had a, a mini horny Doug alert about Marina the Librarian. Just yes. a mini one. Not a full blood. We get a little bit of a more honey, horny Doug moment later, I will say. Yeah, but... but I think about it you're right this has a as of late probably because we've mostly been watching like later dog videos not as many horny dog alerts which i for one am grateful for yeah um um i got mad at doug because of the scene where the the two like love interest characters are like talking to each other and then the other guy is like wait are you two what like that whole thing and then doug's like what are they trying to say here that they had sex in the woods and i was like no doug they're trying to say that they like each other. You don't. They're not trying to say that they had sex in the woods. Yeah, which is, again, sort of wild jump to make, you know? Um, That's what I'm saying. It made me very upset. I do like the idea. Now, though, I think, you know, on my school, puffing season, right? Everybody's starting to date everybody. Anytime I, like, see a couple together, I'm just going to be like, you guys fucked in the woods last night, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> just assume that wherever they came from, they were fucking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, guys, come on. In the dining hall? Really? Let's have a little decor. <laughs> What's wrong with you? There were people uh, in there. This was the other horny Doug alert moment where he said the phrase saucy little elf. Did not like that one one bit, I must say. I was, hmm, oh boy, no good. But also, next relationship I'm in, I have a pet name. Um, <laughs> for you or for them? Well, we'll see. 
know. I hope to be the, the beautiful elf maiden in the next relationship I'm in, quite famously. But, um, you hope to be a saucy little elf? I would love to be a saucy little elf. <laughs> I like that I say that and it's just like I'm like a Keebler elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's uh, like a do you think there was ever like a, a sexy Keebler elf like Halloween costume? Do you think anyone's oh, done that? My mouse is just drifting towards the incognito tab. Uh let's find out. Uh we're gonna we'll meet back momentarily and discuss our findings. Uh, um No, not really. Oh wait. No, there's like Keebler elf costume for women, but it's not like a. Oh, I think I, I've stumbled onto a dark, dark <laughs> website. Um, what website is it? It is called uh, Steve's Thought Crimes. Um, now, I don't know what this guy's deal is. But, is it um, about the Keebler elf? Yeah. The title of the article, I haven't read it, so I don't know what his uh, prose is like. But uh, so let's see, we have Keebler Elves are Sexy Little Leprechauns is the title of this article. Written mm-hmm. September 4th, 2020. So this guy was in the thick of it when he wrote this one. Oh, uh, yeah. What is this guy's deal? Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out what's going is on here. Is it specifically the Keebler Elf or is it just like him being horny on Maine? No, this is just, it's not even him being horny that I can tell. Well, let's find out. I haven't read that. So I'm just looking at, like, the the bar here. So we have, um, so yeah, it's called, like, Double Plus Good Newspeak is the little, like, is the little, like, tagline he has underneath the title of his blog, Steve's Thought Crimes. So it's very, like, 1984, really makes you think sort of thing. He is, he's posted something today. Oh. Oh. Um, is Britney Spears getting knocked up by Justin Timberlake really newsworthy? Is uh, today's article. Wait, have America, I found this? Oh, I believe I found demanded fa- part in ending phobic bigotry. Self-canceled by a panda joke. I found it. And Prelude I want to mention saga. what you didn't yeah. mention, which is like the dogs are out on the banner. Oh, oh. oh <laughs> yeah, ah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, they are. I didn't scroll all the way up. Um. You get like a toe jump scare as you scroll <laughs> further up. It's all five toes, like it's just like it, yeah, and he's just barely crammed the pinky into frame. Um, man, that was jarring. Memes. Yeah, mental memes underneath the stand up to Sigma thing. There's nothing. Atomic platypus, headspace shit show, Route 66 zone, which is going to be a new tier on our Patreon soon. Website and merch are soon to be available. Stephen Derrick. I like that. Let's all wear mood rings. Yeah, so Atomic Platypus. Best friends since they first became best friends. Parentheses, that was in third grade. Behavioral health peers Derek Wilson and Steve Bringe are embarking on a graphical journey of poor taste. Complete irrelevance. Uh, sorry, irreverence. A little slip of the tongue there. And uh, misplaced jackassery. Our website and merch are soon to be available, as you read. Very exciting. Anyway, let's read what this can guy's I read, blog is like. Can I read one of his blog posts, just the first paragraph? Please, absolutely. Parents who say my child is my hero are wacky. What has your child er, done to earn your heroic adoration? Stormed a backhead under enemy fire, designed, built, and flown a rocket into space, eradicated COVID-19, liberated X, formerly Twitter, duh, from woke censorship? No! No! 
oh, this guy sucks. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. All right, so hang on. I'm going to, um, I'm going to uh, read Keebler Elves or Sexy Little Leprechauns. Let's see what this guy's got to say for us. <clears throat> I was strenuously instructed, you must acknowledge white privilege exists. No, I mustn't. No more than you must acknowledge Keebler elf porn exists. I will concede you believe white privilege porn, white, white privilege exists. And now if you'll excuse me, I have a date with a bottle of grape fluid and a box of club crackers. That's the whole, that's the whole blog post there. Um, this is a really strange thing about that. Crazy one. Okay, really sorry. Thing about that blog post. Sorry. Yeah, I just want to note is that it does suggest that he knows that white privilege is real. Oh yeah, he's aware. He's of like, it. oh, I'm just not acknowledging it. Anyway, I'm gonna go jack off to some Keebler elves now, and you're like, well, what? This is not. I don't know what point you're trying to make with this analogy. But it fails on every level. I think I found the darkest one, maybe. Oh, hit me. The girl I'm taking out tonight does not have a Facebook page. She has not had a Facebook previously. She is the one person on planet that Zuckerberg knows nothing about. So much so that I will not reveal her name here. Good. Why would you you ever reveal the girl's name? Why would you make this blog post? Our, uh, so let's let's read this thing about Britney Spears. Is Britney Spears actually pregnant by Justin Timberlake? Hang on. Or is this just like some... <laughs> Wait, baffling... the final paragraph of this is way funnier. Oh, hit me with it. So she said, you're going to have to show me how to sign up and how to use Facebook and add me to your friends list. And I cut her th- short there and said, oh, you know, I forgot to tell you, Facebook closed forever just this morning. And that's so sad. This will be my blog later. I just wanted to get it down somewhere so I don't forget it. What the fuck? I'm trying to find... Okay, so we've seen him posting about his excitement about X. So he's gotta... He's gotta have a page. Ever since I've lost Posse Ops to the Void, I, um... I've been looking just... For looking the new for one? I've been looking for a new freak. And Wait, no, he posted her full first and last name. What the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> Go under family and friends real quick. Okay, hang on. I'm scrolling there right now. Family and friends. Behavioral issues. There's one thing under family and friends, and it's just her name. Oh, wait. You're. Oh, my God. You're right. (laughs) The fuck? Wait, no. This is a memorial for her. No. What are you doing? What is this guy's deal? I just... I'm really trying to figure out what his. I don't age understand. Is. How long He's has he been written. since 2016? Oh, there's categories. Good. Oh, good, good, good. 2020 civics, 2021 civics, self 2022 civics, hat apologists. Oh, here we go. I'm sure that'll be a good one. The girl who wanted to be a cat. Woke. Yeah. Wow. I can't keep doing this. This is terrible. Oh God. Okay. Back. Back to Doug. Back to Doug. Back to Doug. Damn it. Okay. Fair enough. Understandable. Um. This is a crazy website. However. Yeah. I'm going to be spending a good deal of time on here. Um. 
Um, one of these categories Doug, used to be Doug, yet Doug. another name. There's a line in the movie where he goes, they all look alike to me, which is a crazy line for the D&D movie to have. Yeah, that was a little wild. Um, and then I said his overacting versus underacting bit went on too long, and overacting is way worse than underacting. Or overacting is way better than underacting, and we all know it. I'd way rather yeah. have an overacting character. Oh, absolutely. Especially because generally people who overact are like good actors and just know that being a little bit silly is just sort of what you got to do. Um, I'm I'm so sorry. We um we might have to revisit the blog real quick. Oh no, what did you find? This is yet another uh this is yet another one in a category that is just like a woman's name. Um, <clears throat> he goes Bo. B P Ro. The start to this thing. Please lick betwixt my toes till cleansed to mine satisfaction. Verily so. No one can take from us our love. This must infuriate. It must. By the by, never was I forcefully removed from a UNM dorm party for physically beating her in public. Can it be imagined what abuse occurred away from public eye? I needn't imagine. She told me all through tears whilst warmly in my eyes. Often. Told to me from her heart and her lips, her tale told to me was the only real man she ever knew was me, compared to you, compared to her father. Told to me. Often. Comment? Oh. So none of that made any sense, right? Right. I, I just want to make sure that, like, my brain isn't shutting down. No, um, here's his mind is as well, because that meant nothing to me. Yeah, he wrote that in 2019, so he just, he posted whatever that is, and then just kept, so many of these categories are just women's full names. What is he doing? Um, there's a, there's a, is it fair to compare suicide and the coronavirus? And the answer is no, don't do that. Um, stop, stop doing that, please. What? He, one of his blog posts is password protected. I can't access his blog post. It gives me a prompt to enter my password. But there's no, like, login information. It just says this content is password protected. To view it, please enter your password below. Well, I saw that there was a verified user on here. It's probably him. No, it's... uh, Oh, like, there's, like, another guy, you mean? Yeah. Max's Philosophical Reviews. Well, what does Max's Philosophical Reviews have to say about all these Uh, things? The most recent one was in 2020, and it was a tiny homage to Leo Strauss. Incredible. I'm looking at all his posts. Hold on. This is just... Sorry, I I didn't mean to drag us back into this. No, it's okay. What is this guy's deal? This is a very similar mind at work to Posse Ops, I think. This is just... This is Posse Ops post-character limit. Uh, like, without a character limit, I mean. Um... This site is designed for myself and people of shared interests to ruminate free of political correctness about the essential issues, both related to our time and in general. The plan is to conduct it generally by overviews of philosophical or other cultural artifacts, usually books that for whatever reason draw my interest. The aim is not just to survey the works of others, but hopefully to imbue the writings with a subtle mixture of ideas from the works I choose I choose to pay attention to, laced with my own philosophy of life and the universe. And then he has a... A watermarked picture of like you know the Egyptian like eye. Yeah, yeah. 
It's like well, a heavily watermarked picture of that. Well, that's not ideal. No, it's um, not great. That's the other verified user on here. The only other great. one that I've seen. This is just fascinating. Sorry, I'm just... Jurassic World 3 is a fun and forgettable missed opportunity. Okay. He really likes to just sort of post about the fact that he's hurt women in his life. And I feel like you shouldn't be doing that. Hurting them or posting about it, I mean. Um, And he loves to use the full names of the women he's talking about, which once again feels um, not great. (laughs) Can I read this one to you? Absolutely. June 19th, 2022. I was reading a blog where the less-than-modest author named himself a comedic genius. After finishing his article, I have to say whatever comedic gene pool he hails from produced subpar genuses that make me think if he is a true genius, he must be possessed by the retarded poltergeist. Whoa. Yes! <laughs> May 30th, 2020. Forced isolation and dead peers. An inevitability if you have even two neurons to rub together. He posts, for three months, too soon has been an undefined rallying platform calling for masks, distancing, isolation, and untimely dehuman and ultimately dehumanization. Two peers in my circle of support killed themselves at home, distanced, alone, as a direct consequence of the stay home, stay lo- save lives jingoism. Forced isolation exacerbated already existing bipolar depression, allowing for that final nudge, ending in suicide. Stay home. It's too soon. Save lives. Not just bipolar, just not bipolar weakened lives. Said plainly, fuck you and your murderous too soon bullshit. To which Max comments, nice blog, Steve. Yeah, that's Max. (laughs) Yeah, our boy Max. At it again. I don't know. I've just, yeah, I started scrolling through Max's comments and I really like Max just like dropping that really, really casual. Like, I would write nice blog underneath like a fairly pleasant little thing. Not this guy being like, fuck you, fuck you, I'm going to kill myself if I don't get to go outside right now. Fuck you, fuck you, I'm swaggering. And this guy's like, hey, nice blog. Um, so, oh, I oh, just, oh this every one. time I want to leave, I find another banger. Twitter. Is POTUS really the right person you want to play partisan TOS versus First Amendment games with? You know what he does for a living and the folks he's got working with him, right? Think. Twitter's got birds in the brain. Oh, damn. They got birds in the brain, folks. He got them. Um, this is targeted harassment, isn't it? I, it my, June 6, 2020, a day before my birthday. It's okay. We're rioting. Bummed out that graduation and prom were canceled because of COVID-19 regulations. Longing for the fellowship of church because of COVID-19 regulations. Because of COVID-19 regulations, you are isolated, alone, and suicidal. And just being with other humans will save your life. Here's the trick. Simply say you're taking part in a riot and you're golden. And then he posts a photo of a liquor store in flames in Minneapolis. It's upsetting that I'm making solid arguments, isn't it? Full blog post. And then... Crystal comments on that same day. I wonder if participate if partaking in the festivities of rioting will help me break out of this seemingly endless void that is depression. I bet I could get some good cardio and resistance training if I go to downtown Albuquerque for a bit. Hmm. Just a thought. Fascinating minds at work here. These this is incredible. 
Yeah. Sorry. Wow. Did you find another banger? No, I'm just I'm just going through it. The comments, the ones people choose to comment on is crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at the comments on is it fair to compare suicide and the coronavirus? And once again, yeah. no, it is not. It's not. I just want to make not. this clear. Uh, it's so funny. Even like three years out from this, I just can't believe how angry people were about COVID. Like on either side. When's the last time you cared about COVID? You know, I mean, it's been. I know that in the moment we were all sort of wild and out. We all had we all had takes. Yeah. Damn. To they still. Just, to still be doing that. Yeah. And for to his credit, it looks like he hasn't been posting about COVID much lately. Those are just the things that everybody was commenting on back in back in the day. All right, let's let's check out self canceled by a panda joke because I'm just fascinated. I I looked at that one. Um. There's not too much comprehensible to see there. There is a very funny picture at the bottom. Yeah, it's, oh, fast, interesting choice. Uh, uh, come on. I, this. Oh, he's talking about Dylan Mulvaney. Oh, boy. Oh, no. That can't be, that can't be good. Uh, he, it's, I don't know what his. This guy's hard to pin down. I'll give him that. <laughs> it is. Um, I really like, sorry. Um, oh, 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 good, good, good. Because he's not um, only like criticizing Bud Light for partnering with Dylan Mulvaney, he's, par- he's like upset with Dylan Mulvaney for making a stupid decision and partnering with Bud Light. Incredible. <laughs> he's just like, well, I think that they're all, everybody in this interaction is wrong. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, I just wanted to, um, I'm going to read a Facebook post that he is writing about right now. Oh, God. And then I'm going to read the caption, I'm going to read the title of the blog post. Mm. So, the Facebook post, it's a, or maybe I guess it's an Instagram post, but it's a picture of a Starbucks cup. And the Starbucks cup has written on it, are you okay? Do you want us to intervene? If you do, take the lid off the cup. And the caption that that was posted with, I like the person who originally posted it, was my 18-year-old daughter was at Starbucks alone the other night. A man came up to her and started talking to her. A barista handed her an extra hot, uh, an extra hot chocolate someone forgot to pick up. How grateful am I for people who look out for other people? Side note, she felt safe and did not, let, not, did not remove the lid, but she let them know. She said the whole team was watching over her for the rest of the time she was there. Green heart emoji. Okay. So you know what? This is a fairly... This post, who cares, right? Yeah. Sure. Good on this Starbucks team. Glad no one felt unsafe. Glad that people were keeping an eye on the very young girl who had an older guy talking to her. Yes. What did our friend have to say here? Mm, Our friend had quite a bit to say. He's so angry. The title (laughs) of his blog post. Morally presumptuous barista is not a hero. Morally presumptuous barista is an asshole who sees only evil in a world full of good. What does he believe? A world full of good? Have you read your other posts? Yeah, all of his other posts going like, I'm going to kill myself. And he's like, this world is so beautiful and full of life. I've seen this post many times now, and many times I wonder what gave the barista any indication the conversation was dangerous. A conversation so violently over the top or potentially so violently over the top, a physical intervention was necessary. What was the indication for this? And was the woman in any way dumb? Too dumb to walk up to the counter and say, this creep is bothering me. He might abduct and harm me. 
Say, do you happen to have any extra hot chocolate someone forgot to pick up? What sort of messed up headspace is this barista in, where a conversation between two human beings must be nefarious and dangerous? How clever. Remove the lid. Wink, wink. What a hero? No. What an asshole. Keep your paranoid do-goodery to yourself. The world is not evil at every turn. The world is filled with good people who live with other people. I'll never frequent that Starbucks again. The Starbucks on Staples and SPID in Corpus Christi, Texas. Wait. He's a Texan. Of course And then he, he includes the photo of the Starbucks. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going, I'm making a pilgrimage. Yeah. How far away is Corpus Christi from me? Probably like eight hours. That's where, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Jillian, we got to meet up there for our first live recording. Uh, you walk in, you order a drink. And then like 10 minutes later, I walk in and just sit down next to you and we start recording. And they walk up to you like, here's an extra hot chocolate that someone forgot to pick up. And written on the side, it's like, are you podcasting? Do you need us to intervene? <laughs> Take off the lid if you need help. Give me directions to Corpus Christi. Uh, four hours and 13 minutes. Yeah, that's manageable. That's manageable. I can do that. Anyway, but I just love how angry he is. Also, the idea where he's like, what, is this girl too... Would this if, if this girl was in danger, would she be too stupid to walk up and ask for help? It's like, well... What? Yeah, that's that's the one thing you really, really don't want to do if you're feeling threatened by someone is yeah, in plain yeah. view of them walking up to another person and go, I feel threatened, by the way. Like, come on, man. What are we doing here? Yeah, that's fucking dumb. Also, him being he's definitely a nice guy, right? Oh, absolutely. Because obviously what he's thinking here is like, oh, what? So you can't just start a conversation with a woman nowadays without the woke brigade trying to cancel you for harassment? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's got to be what it is. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, when this girl is still in high school, yes, you can't do that. Sorry, buddy. If him idolizing a woman that doesn't have Facebook doesn't give it away, I think this one might. Yeah. She's so pure. She doesn't even have Facebook. I won't post her name here. Which is okay. just astonishing. Um, wow. Just, yeah, what have you got? I'm just in awe of the entire thing. Yeah, this whole website is just fascinating. It really is. It's hard to navigate. Oh, yeah. Like, it's mostly incoherent. Like, half the time, like, the links lead to nothing. Oh, incredible. Another thing, politicians dying rather than retiring is ludicrous. Uh, and he's posting about how, like, people are dying at old age, uh, of old age while still in office, et cetera, et cetera. I just really like the, um, I really like the graph in that. He, yeah, he's either in New Mexico or Texas. And, wow, that is rolling what oh god damn it how how much did you miss all of it look all right um where did i cut out uh you weren't saying anything when you cut out i don't believe shit okay well well now i have a second go at this which is good um an article called politicians dying rather than retiring is ludicrous ah yes Uh, he's just talking about how politicians keep like dying of old age in office which yes bad sign But I love the final paragraph of that one. He goes, age limits, term limits, or whatever limits to keep government leaders from dying in office is strongly overdue. If alive today, I believe Thomas Paine would agree. 
he might even publish a sequel just to get the ball rolling. Um, and what I really like there is that clearly in an initial draft of this, he said that those limits are just common sense, you know, because then referencing Thomas Paine makes sense. Yeah. Right now, that's just a crazy non sequitur. Is it equal to what? Why are we bringing up Thomas Paine? Famously, a very old, very dead man. He died in the 1800s, far sooner than Diane Feinstein. What are we doing, Steve? I just <laughs> Steve, what Steve should come to the writing center. Steve should come. I would love, I would love to make a living as a cop, as a, as an editor for Steve. I would have just to get to spend so much time working with such a brilliant mind. Uh, my entire generation. Anyone who manically made a blog is an icon in my mind. Well, that's the thing. Look, I manically made a blog earlier this year and then deleted it the next day because I went, wait, hang on. I can't be doing that. Um, also, I was on Substack, you know, because I have a bit of self-respect. Maybe I'll put it yeah. back and I'll, oh, the dogs will be out when I uh, when I post it. Um, <laughs> It'll be exactly like Steve's. Yeah. Hang on. It's all ten toes. His, his other oh. foot is just in frame. Right about, anyway, sorry, scrolling back down now, but I just wanted to, <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, no, exactly, yeah, but that's the thing, manically making a blog, anybody can do that, manically maintaining your blog for four, four years running now, yeah, six years, how long have you been doing this? I thought it was Seven years. Right? Oh my god. May 2016. Damn, wait, hang on, let's see what his first ever post was. I looked, it's not interesting. Ah, uh, oh, was that the thing where he was, like, listing what, like, the purpose of it was? No, it was his belated letter to Nami Albuquerque. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at that. This is, yeah. His articles were chosen for publication? Wait, hang on now. One second, there might be something interesting here. Um, during my tenure on the Nami Albuquerque board, this guy's like leadership possessions. Um yeah, I submitted three or four articles to the recently in limbo NAMI Challenger, our affiliate's physical newsletter that is in transition to becoming reality again, from what I'm told. The articles I submitted are good articles, with topics like the community engagement team, mentioned earlier, Minds Interrupted, mentioned now, and NAMI's Peer to Peer, also mentioned now. Um, let's see, hang on, I'm going to try it. He's posted a picture of the article. I mean, let's see if I can read some of it. I want to figure out what if his prose is. He uh, ends this with, I have bipolar. I will always have bipolar. I will always have to manage the symptoms of bipolar. This is my recovery journey. So, like, he's not doing well, it doesn't sound like. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, look, this is certainly a journey. I don't necessarily know if this is a recovery journey, but um, I would love to, um, I would Wait, love to make, like, one of those. Older posts. What is the first post? Yeah, oh, right. he has a bunch of his own drawings. Ooh, and they are something else. He has so many of them. I'm scrolling in my... There you go. I found the end. I don't want to. I'm just, I'm just enjoying the journey here. This is just... Man, I love it when we just stumble organically across this sort of guy, you know? Oh, yeah. he's a ska fan. One of the drawings he did was a bit of fan art for the English beat. So he enjoys his second wave ska music. Wow. I like the picture that he's included of a closed notebook as well. I, I like that one too. Subject, European history. 
Is this the last one? No, there's one more. Okay, I'm going to the first ever. Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm on my journey there. I'm journeying my way there too. So. Okay, people are interesting, and there are plenty of them crawling around on our lithosphere. This is first ever one. Man, okay. there was a prior version of Steve's thought crimes for a number of years. Oh, she's been doing this for a long time. I feel like after you know, like year six of your uh, your recovery journey, you gotta sort of throw in the towel and just accept the fact that. Um, sorry, I'm looking at another one of his more, of his older posts. Love and marriage and niobium and the physics and ramifications of brain broadcasting. Uh, oh, he ends it with Latin. Let's see what this Latin means. Yeah, please translate the Latin. Um, is, what is this? I think it just means anything in Latin. What is said in Latin seems to be high. It's so whatever is said in Latin is fancy. It's a quote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, good on him. Nothing that interesting. What is happening here? Oh, he's married. He's named yet another woman. He loves to do that. He uh, loves naming woman other than this one. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, wow. I've got bipolar. It's a fairly straightforward, mundane flavor of bipolar with the ups and the downs. Way up and I'm driving to Nova Scotia in three days from Albuquerque while my kidnapped roommate scribbles, being held against my will, call police, please help, on the back of a Howard Johnson. Never hat, done that plastering one. Plastering it against his passenger side window for passing motorists to glance at and ignore. Sorry, what was that, Joey? No, never done that one. <laughs> Who wants to help a kidnapping victim jetting along at 75 miles per hour? By the time they called the police, these are the days before cell phones where really effort needed to be made to call the police. The poor kidnapped roommate would be 200 miles down the road where we could have turned off anywhere going to any place like Nova Scotia in three days from Albuquerque. I imagine that that means something to our Canadian listeners. Sound off, Canadian listeners. Way down and I'm not getting out of bed, barely feeding myself, and I'm debating the necessity of a bedpan as a convenience or merely an unfortunate middleman. Something else happens when I get exceptionally depressed. I get psychotic. This is no mood disorder thing. I enter a reality no one else can see or hear or taste or understand. My brain has decided that depression is just not fun enough, like a girlfriend who decides that a new apple red Miata would go so great with a 20-carat diamond engagement ring you just got her by eating ramen and foregoing dental visits since your very first paper route, scrimping penny by penny, just dreaming about the day you meet that ungrateful gold digger of your dreams. Oh, my God. And he just sort of continues like that for a little while. That is the girl I married, Susan, social climber, social debutante, social parasite. The majority of our relationship was spent with me being undiagnosed with bipolar. The symptoms were all there. It was the diagnosis and treatment that were missing and the love. There wasn't a lot of true love there. You should not be posting these things publicly, I think. Yeah, this is just heavily reminding me of what my ex's Twitter sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was taking a trip down memory lane there for a second. Sorry, I just, one final note. So after all of these things that he's posted, I really like his explanation for why he did badly in court. The court battle sucked. The proto-ex-wife sucked. Worse. And she was kicking my ass in court. I couldn't figure out how she was, how she knew so much of the strategy my excellent attorney engineered. But dude, it was like she was in my head, which I know is impossible because my skull was both lead and niobium shielded. Yep, I was already well on my way to Disney's Dementia Land. Every character there is just named Goofy. Too easy. Sorry. 
better joke writers for the next post. So I really like the idea that he, you write a paragraph like that and you go, I don't know why she was beating me in court. Like I'm such a stable and brilliant individual, but for some reason the judge thought that she was more rational than I was. Clearly she was reading my attorney's notes. That's the only explanation for why the judge was on her side. Oh my God. I'm trying to figure out where exactly in time was the point I broke up with him based on his Twitter. Oh, are you scrolling through his Twitter? Oh, yeah. Man, that's Do you want me to read one for you? Absolutely. This is a dark sort of scroll, but, you know, sometimes it's worth it. (laughs) Um, Let me find a good one. I was asked if I had learned anything about myself during the past year slash during the pandemic. I've learned that people are morons and I've got amazing friends and anyone that do me that does me wrong is dumb. Stick to the coat, motherfuckers. Uh, there are many places and yet so many people choose to be in the wrong I couldn't imagine choosing that destination Jesus ah, Christ I think I found the day that is awful oh you found someone, the day what have you got someone took controls in 2021 in the last four months and caused a lot of people so much trouble I gotta say I commend them for it but they're gonna have to do so much worse before I decide to take them back <laughs> I'll end on that one. That one's good, okay? That's <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> yeah, no, that was... Um, I was trying oh, to win him back, so clearly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, like, um, a month after we broke up, I think, was that tweet. Hmm. Man, that's a oh god, wow! Just what a the powerful, powerful control of the narrative that is. Uh, I know. I was like, you're trying to pretend like I didn't break up with you over text, and yeah. that they didn't make a trap remix of our breakup phone call. Oh, <laughs> hell yes! Damn. <clears throat> Ooh, okay, yeah. I was um, going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I'm I'm sorry. And it was just that over, like, a trap beat? Look. Oh, God. You know, we've all got to process these things in our own ways. Some of us need to make really, really shitty art and bad tweets. And um, if that's what it takes. Um, that's what mm. it takes, you know? Was this the... Uh, was this the thumbs down react is all I yes. have to say about Okay, yes. that's what I thought. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, if that was a was Patreon my, exclusive story. Piece of but shit, X. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, damn. Yeah, see, that is the... Uh, hang on, I completely lost my train of thought. Sorry, I just accidentally switched back to Steve's thought crimes. Oh, you nine. can't be doing that. Oh, you cannot be doing that. And yet, I am. Um, I'm just... Sorry, I just, he's just such a powerful mind. Steve's Thought Crimes 2.0 is what he's referring to this. And this time around, I want to put more thought into the crimes I post here. No, you've posted so many crimes, Steve. The number of women you've posted about just like hitting. Stop doing that. Just a bit of legal advice. I'm not an attorney. You don't have to charge me for this. Don't do that. Um, Because that will probably not help your chances in court if a woman ever takes you there. Is you posted all these things doing like that hateful bitch was angry because I threw my phone at her head. Well, <laughs> yeah, dude, of course the judge is going to be on her side. Yeah. 
Oh, God. Abusive men do the craziest things on the internet. They really do. You got to stop doing this. Whatever it is. Whatever this means. Whatever this means, I would like you to stop. Stop doing this. For some of us, Steve's hate crimes is Steve's hate crimes. For other of us, Steve's hate crimes is Jillian's ex's Twitter. You know? It just, it depends on the person. All of us have one out there somewhere. Um... You have a Steve sorry, did you call Steve's hate crimes? Um, I did. <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. I know that you probably wanted to just skate past that one, but I just no, no, no. I a second too late it. to say something. But I was like, wait a minute, what? I that would be crazy. It. You just post like a photo of like a burning cross, and he's like, <laughs> crosses burn, electric cars burn. Aside from that, they're completely different. Like, yeah, of course they are. What does that mean? Steve, Steve, what are you posting? Steve, what does that mean? Yeah, and there's just a, oh, God. Yeah, so shout out to Steve's hate crimes. Um, <laughs> man, it's been a while since we've just, like, on a public episode, read a good deal of writing from a deeply mentally unwell man. Um, <laughs> I feel a little bit like this should be a Patreon, but it's going to be public. Oh, yeah, it's going to be public. We think, and that's the sign of a good public episode, is it's, it's just evil enough that it definitely should be on the Patreon. But it won't, listeners, because we're dedicated to our craft. Uh, <laughs> well, will the Patreon hold? Who knows? I'm going to be reading the full legal names of all the women he names in his blog. Uh, <laughs> and if I can find them, their addresses. Uh, <laughs> well, you want to do that for one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meet me at the Starbucks. <laughs> Um, however, listeners, speaking of episodes that should be on the Patreon, we're going to be archiving about our first year's worth of uh, episodes soon. 50 episodes. Where are they going to go? Who knows? They're going on the Patreon, baby. Um, and we're going to be, I've been listening through, trying to find some, some of our best bits. Uh, A lot of really funny bits that I don't want anyone to ever hear me doing. That's how I Uh, feel about the first year. That's why I suggested we do this. Yeah, we were both deeply mentally unwell. Um, I, I'm imagining this much like much like Nick once said, as like the disappearing tracks behind us. Yeah, exactly. That's we can have like 50 to 100 episodes out at a time, but no more, no more, dear listeners. That is all you can have at once. That's a, this is all you can be trusted with to have at once. No one needs to hear like 2021 me and Matt. Yeah, Coward Hour truly was the archetype. It was. But I, anyway, let's... Yeah, if you have some favorite bits from the first 50 episodes, this isn't a sign to go and re-listen to them. This is a sign to tell us about those bits. Yeah. Without listening, if you don't remember what episode they're in, don't go looking for don't them. Don't go, go, go look for them. It's okay. Also, um, we are keeping up the Epic of Gilgamat and our Christmas specials. Yes. Um, no matter Christmas what. Specials because everything those are, may disappear yeah. around it. But those memories but, will never fade. Yeah, the Epic of Gilgamesh will remain like the like the inscription on the statue of Ozymandias. Like one day this podcast will be a barren wasteland, but the story of my the worst week of my life will always be up there for all to yes. hear. Um, yes. Sometimes I forget that that story is real, right? Like I've told it, it a couple like times. It feels like a yarn now. that you've woven. Exactly, and that's the thing. For all the stories I've told. That's the one. I don't know if I've ever exaggerated any details of that story. 
story. Like, I've gotten better at, like, I've gotten better at, like, weaving together things in, like, into more of a narrative structure, right? Like, sometimes I've switched around the chronology of a couple things. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think about, I really don't think I've exaggerated anything in that story. That's terrifying, Matt. It's just so grim. I remember it as though I was standing outside of my body looking on in horror. If only there was a term for that. Um, but, you know, not doing that now. I'm not dating now. So, you know, we're, we're doing better. I can't get Pennsylvania girl if I stay single forever. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, God. I've been listening to Coward Hour for like the past three hours. This was a nice break from it. Um, and wow, do some of the things they say. I'm like, this was the this was the foundation of what we were built. Oh, dude. Yeah, we. Um, yeah, no, I re-listened to all of Coward Hour for the second time this year. Um, to be clear, the second time this year, not the second time. And I did that this year. Uh, I've re-listened no. to all of Coward <laughs> Hour twice this year. I'm about to set it out on a third journey through it. But yeah, I, there have been a, a I just hop number. on the live stream. It's so growing on the live stream while you're just like cooking is mm-hmm. just it shouldn't be comforting. That is, I think, a very bad sign for both of us. But it just. It was the first so, episode with Isaac where like him and Brendan have noticeable tension. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah that was the one where they like had a fight off like before they started recording. Where was right? the second episode with Isaac? Yeah. They had the fight about him getting kicked out of the house right before they started recording. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. He had what? just moved into the Mean Boys house. It is crazy that Coward Hour lasted as long as it did. Like, it is. Truly. That, yeah. Wow. Just a beautiful, a beautiful experience. Um, it's a beautiful tapestry they weave. Especially if you listen yeah. all the way through the end of Doom Scroll and you get those gaps filled in. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. You listen to that one uh, Loud Boys episode right after Coward Hour ended the Patreon one. That one is crazy i um <laughs> i love that that podcast like that one got st- it, they, the moment it dropped people were circulating that like it was like a grateful dead concert recording right like, like somebody like a bootleg like everybody i know had it immediately and <laughs> generously like five people sent it to me independently yeah and i asked thank you to all and of i them. got like seven responses and i was like it's okay so cool. right i'm gonna listen to it all at once, just pulling up every device you own and clicking on the link at once. <laughs> Trying to think about yourself. Yeah, surrounded on all sides by the coward, by the live, the Loud Boys episode. Um, oh, God. Man. Well, uh, all this is to say, if you want to uh, get in on the disappearing track behind us, you can, uh, you can join the Patreon. You'll be able to hear... Whatever terrible and regrettable things we've said, I certainly can't think of about a dozen things immediately off the top of my head. Yep. We definitely should not have had up there for as long as we did. I know. <laughs> but you want to, guys, if you want to cancel us, join the Patreon. You won't even have to scroll back to these episodes. Just listen to any of the Patreon episodes. We'll say so many things that could get us canceled. But Oh, yeah. Give us $3 a month. I think that's a perfectly affordable cost mm-hmm. for ruining our lives forever um and um yeah you can follow us on social media uh at doug zone cast at the doug zone i realize we haven't done plugs in forever we uh, give us a they're all nice a good notes. review on apple podcasts 
Yeah, you know, do that. You do that. Do that, guys. That'd be great of you. I will. I've heard it does stuff. Yeah. I'll mail an envelope to your house if you do that. Comment your address underneath the Doug Zone. Um, give us a five-star review. Give us your address. I will mail you something. This is not a joke. I'm promising this. What will it be? That I can't guarantee. Patreon listeners, comment your address. Send me your address. I will send you something. Again, I make no guarantees as to what it is. I, um, you can be reasonably sure it won't harm you immediately after you open it. Beyond that, I'm making no promises. Maybe it'll be a sticker. Maybe it will be an ingredient for something. Who knows? Um, we should bring this one in. For All more. this is to say. All this is to say, we no longer have an outro. Uh, 